Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 205. I am your hostess, Brittany Cross, and welcome to another episode. This one is quite mind-blowing to me, to be honest with you, because my guest is someone I have known since I was five years old, and I never guessed he would be a guest on my show. It's just kind of like, what is happening? But my old friend, Josh Cathcart, reached out with an idea for coming on the show. And I was like, hell yes, let's do this. Um, We don't work in the same industry at all, but he has had so much success on social media and has some really good stuff to offer up. We, We grew up in the same hometown, which is Lake Jackson, Texas, a pretty small town, um, an hour south of of Houston. And um, it was one of those situations where we just always went to the same school together, you know, so we just knew each other the whole time. Like we went to the same elementary school, the same middle, the same high school. And so you just know each other and you have this like different connection with people like that, right? Like you just, you just, um, it's just, it's special and it's unique. And it's so cool that technology allows all of us to stay in touch. I mean, you know, with whoever we want to stay in touch with, right? Um, (laughs) Maybe not everybody, but I'm so happy I'm still in touch with Josh and I'm so happy that he's on the show. He actually works in the world of baseball. So if you are a sports fan or a baseball fan, then uh, you finally have an episode that kind of revolves around that of the Social Sunshine Podcast. But what we're really talking about is his social media journey. Um, within that world and how he's built up such a huge audience on Instagram of well over 100,000 followers and um, his approach to social media. It's going to be really refreshing um, to those of you that get um, that get concerned about making your, like that your content needs to be perfect or that it needs to be super fancy because Josh's content isn't like that at all. Um, it looks good and it's clean and he makes sure he covers the basics. Right. But like, it's not fancy. He's, he really takes this approach of just like, just get it done. Just share the good value. And when you look at his posts, especially if you're somebody that's trying to learn about, you know, baseball and about hitting, um, you, you get education from every single post, you get something from every single post, but he, um, simplifies it and just has his approach of like, look, I'm just going to get the content. I'm going to put it together real quick and I'm going to post it and I'm not going to overthink it and I'm not going to obsess over it. And I think that his way of doing it is going to help so many of you out there. And it's been, um, a huge success for him. So I hope it helps you become a success as well. So my, my conversation with Josh about Instagram is coming up here in just a few minutes, but you know, I did tease, In episode 204, that in episode 205, I would have an exciting announcement. Now, again, we know how these exciting announcements go. Sometimes um, somebody posts something on social, like, I have a big announcement coming up. And then it's like, really? That was the announcement? (laughs) It can be a letdown. I'm hoping I'm not letting you down. Um, 
No, I'm not giving all of you a car like Oprah, but I am giving you another episode every week of the Social Sunshine Podcast. So we are going to start doing two episodes a week starting in October of 2023. Um, I'm so excited about this. We've done weekly episodes for a long time since the show started in the fall of 2019, and it's worked really well. We've never missed a Monday, as I like to say. We've had an episode come out every Monday since the show started. And um, it's been fantastic. My team and I have really like almost turned this into like an art form. We have have this well-oiled machine of getting these episodes out and we're committed to it. And now, as you may know, Fun Love Media has an entire podcast network. We do the same thing for others. We have like eight shows. Um, And so we've gotten really great at this weekly routine of of getting episodes out. But I always want to improve. I always want to adjust with the times. I always want to try to meet people where they are and provide the most value and always be leveling up this show and everything else that I do. And so in that effort, I decided it would be a good idea to have two episodes a week. We're still going to release one every Monday, but we're also going to release one every Thursday. Now you're going to notice that the majority of the episodes are going to be brief. I'm going to keep things quick, short, and to the point as often as possible. Um, with some sort of uh, message, piece of education or inspiration that's going to help you in your social media, your online marketing and business journey. Um, But when I bring in a guest, those episodes are going to be longer because we're doing an interview and I'm letting them tell their story and you're going to get to soak all of that goodness in from all these special people that guest on the show. So you're going to have that combination of solo and guests like we already have been doing, but you're just going to notice that the solo episodes for the most part are going to be a lot shorter. I want it to be just like... Um, value packed and efficient for you. So, you know, you can listen to social sunshine for just maybe 15 minutes and you get, you get the whole message and you learn something and then you go on about your day. Cause I know you got a lot of shit going on. We all got a lot of shit going on and I want to meet you where you are and provide you with that. So two episodes a week starting in October, 2023, every Monday and every Thursday, please subscribe and follow the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, the show is on YouTube. You can watch every episode on YouTube. Um, I'm really proud of our work there because that's a whole other project in itself. So you can find us everywhere. I hope you'll subscribe. I hope you'll share. I hope that this show is incredibly um, valuable to you. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hang out with you two times a week coming up very soon in October, 2023. All right. Coming up next is my chat with my old friend, Josh Cathcart. Today's guest is a graduate of Texas A&M with a bachelor's degree in sports science and management. He began his baseball coaching career at his alma mater, Brazoswood High School in Texas, where he coached for 10 years and was part of two regional finals, two regional semifinals, two regional quarterfinals. And in 2011 was the hitting and infield coach for the undefeated Texas 5A state championship team. Holy crap. Moving into his 18th year, um, or maybe 19 by now, he has been a personal hitting instructor in the Houston area and is in the process of writing a book. He has grown an Instagram following of over 130,000 followers, and he's going to tell us exactly how he did that. And a fun fact, we've known each other since we were in first grade. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Josh Cathcart. How are you, ma'am? Pleasure to be here. Thank you for being here. It's so funny to, to say welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Josh Cathcart. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of funny watching you dance around on a treadmill. So it, <laughs> so it all works out. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll think to myself, like, people that know you in real life see this, Brittany. You do realize that, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's what makes it better though. Just doing your thing and it's awesome. Yeah, just having fun. Well, I'm so happy to have you on here. Um, I love that we're still connected after all this time. That's one of the reasons why I like social media. I know some people don't like that part. Like they don't want to talk to people from their past. Yeah. <laughs> I I like that. Like do you you you've done the business thing on social media, but do you also like to keep in touch with loved ones or how do you like what's your view on social media in general? Um, well, not from a personal standpoint, I really don't stay in contact with many people. Um, I do with my family now that my daughter's eleven and sees dad as a YouTuber and online all the time. Like she's got big into like video, uh, video editing. Um, she rides horses. And so she mm -hmm. has us video everything from her lessons, send her the videos. Uh, then she gets into cat cut and she does it all. Um, and then she'll send them to me. And I created an Instagram account, like another one on, on me for her. So yeah. just getting into that. I do it. Um, my parents follow a lot. Um, I have, I guess, more more so probably baseball um, relationships now that I stay in contact with around um, <clears throat> around the country. Um, there's a couple people that we went to school with. Um, Tia, I give her son lessons, um, so okay. I see so yeah. I see her, um, and then just some old baseball players. Um, yeah, you know, to get yeah. back and forth. But overall. I can't tell you the last time I checked my personal Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, my personal Instagram is really only when my daughter's around is the only time I post. Everything else is, you know, through baseball. So, yeah, right. it's a weird world, man. It's, um, I don't know, it's taken a lot over the, because this is my second business, like online business. Um, okay. And I can't, I can't really go into details of the other one for legal reasons, but oh. there was, there was another business uh me and a business partner had it was pretty big it had gotten to like eighty three thousand on instagram it had gotten up to like thirty two thousand on youtube um over a hundred on hundred thousand on facebook um so it was pretty substantial and then um it just our relationship deteriorated um gotcha. and so went our separate ways i started hitting done right Oh man, the time flies. Um, it was March. Yeah. March of last year. Um, and everybody, I guess, switched over once they figured out that I had changed and then it's grown exponentially. Um, especially wait, on wait. Instagram. March of, March of 2022. No, 20, 20, 20, yeah. And yeah. we're in the summer of 2023. That, Josh, that's a really impressive to grow. Like, that much of an audience in just over a year I mean, well it's yeah but i mean you got the way that i look at it though like 80 and again i know that all of your followers online not yours just people in general i know they're all not real people like there's bots there's people that never pay any attention you get all that but i kind of look at it as there were eighty three thousand already and they just kind of came gotcha. over so i really gotcha. look at it more as like hey it's about fifty thousand um sure. but okay. yeah the, the the grand total is 135 and counting at this point so that's amazing so okay so let's let's rewind a little bit because i think a lot of people listening will relate to just the fact that like you're you're a business owner you're getting on social media to help support your business like just the typical story of that right like but so many people have trouble i think with it and have trouble with showing up on social media, being on camera, all that stuff. So did you like 
was that a process for you? Was that hard to be like, I need to actually talk to these strangers in the audience? <laughs> or did you feel comfortable with it from the beginning? Like, how was that process for you? So with the first business, my business partner basically said, you're really good at what you do. We should put this on social media. I never thought about putting baseball on social media. Like I was a baseball coach in a little facility in Pearland doing my own thing in a cage. Like I never once thought about putting it out there. Um, so I was like, okay, if you say so, I mean, whatever, it's a new adventure. Let's see what happens. Uh, being in front of the camera just kind of came naturally, I guess. Like my YouTube videos, I don't ever redo them. Like one shot wonders, all of them. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they're not professionally done. They're done on my iPhone. Um, yeah. takes me, takes me about 10 minutes to crank one out. And then, you know, the captions and put all the bells and whistles on it before you post it. But like we were talking before we started recording, I don't have a computer that I like edit anything on. Like it's very, very raw. Um, and I think that that's something that resonates uh, with my audience. My niche is kind of like seven-year-old to through high school for um, players, parents, and young coaches just starting out. So it's very, very simple um, instruction. Um, the thing that I would say is to be not only genuine, obviously, and that's why you're so good. It's because, Hey, this is who I am. I'm going to sing. I'm going to dance. I'm going to be goofy. Like that's, you know, it, and it works because people can tell that you're not fake about it. Like that's your personality. That's what you want to put out there to the world. Um, and kind of the same thing with me. I mean, it's, I'm really blunt. I'm, you know, straight to the point with stuff. I'm not getting on there and making these videos of production, but I'm super consistent. Um, you know, I get out between three and five posts a day that are, you know, short form videos. Um, I still to this day try to get back with all reasonable comments and messages, um, probably to the point that it consumes me a little bit too much. Um, but like I said, I, I do it to help. And so when people have genuine questions, um, I try to get back with them. And that's been something that I, I have come to find out is rare, um, yeah. especially in the coaching world. Like I'll have parents that'll get a hold of me and be like, oh my God, I can't believe you responded. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, we've asked other coaches and they just don't get back to us and, and this stuff. So, oh my God. Um, Isn't that mind blowing? It's like, how do you think that you're going to like build a business if you don't reply to people or like mind blowing to me, but a, a, yeah. a lot of it, a lot of it is coaching ego. I think um, there's certain coaches at certain levels that are like, Oh, that's below me. I'm not going to respond to that parent asking about a seven-year-old because I work with college players. Or, you know, I was a big leaguer, so I'm not going to worry about, you know, that kind of stuff where okay. I'm on the flip side. I was a small baseball player who never played in the big leagues, who had to work really hard at it, had to study for years. Um, and so I feel their pain. Like, I remember being that kid out in the yard with mom trying to figure it out when I was, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old. Um, so, yeah. And then. You know, with the elementary PE background, when I was, you know, coaching at Brazoswood, that's what I did as my teaching job. I was teaching elementary PE at Polk 
Um, and so mm -hmm. de dealing with the younger kids and dealing with younger kids' parents um, right. has, parents. has, has kind of just funneled on over. Um, so yeah, right. there, there isn't, there isn't any magic formula for me. <laughs> well, you've actually listed like every single thing you're supposed to do. So <laughs> you're doing good. Um, no, but what, what I was going to say, you said you brought this up and this is actually something that I love about you is that you said, you know, I actually didn't go and do the big league stuff. I didn't go, it, I wasn't this, you know, famous baseball superstar and all that stuff. And I have, you know, I have the same story. I wanted to be the superstar level of something and I didn't ever, <clears throat> you know, follow through and go for that. And then life takes over, right? We both, we end up having kids and you have, you know, life happens. And how cool is it though, right? Like, I feel like you could probably really relate to this, that you you can still go and like incorporate that, that childhood dream, that thing that you've always been passionate about and that thing that you, maybe you planned on being superstar at, but maybe that part didn't quite work out, but then you find another way to make it uh, like your life, right? Like yeah. that's kind of what I've done as a performer. And that's clearly what you've done in baseball. And I, I just admire that so much because so many people will be like, oh, fuck it. I, you know, it didn't work out exactly what I thought. So I'm just not even going to, you know, try or whatever, yeah. you know? And, well, it's, and it's, again, like I said earlier, it was never, it was never my plan. And no matter what happened with the fallout of the first business, like I will always be grateful for my business partner for showing me how to do it. Like she was a younger female. She was into the social media. Like I had no idea. Like she taught me all the Instagram, you know, tricks and hacks and, you know, what I should do. Um, I've just... I've tried to keep it as much as possible. And at this point, it's that ship has sailed. I tried to keep it as a side gig as much as possible. Um, and now after five years, I mean, I'm traveling the country. If I don't have my daughter, I'm traveling the country doing camps. Like that's, yeah. and so it's Monday through Thursday, you know, podcast. Then I go and I do my cage stuff. I do online analysis. And then the weekends, I either have my daughter or I'm traveling to do camps. Um, so it is, it's, um, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Have you had any celebrity sightings? Like do people recognize you anywhere? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, like Kate is like almost embarrassed at this point. Like we'll be walking through the airport or like we were at an Astros game the other day and people are like, you're that hitting guy, right? And it's like, that's, that's kind of cool. But at the same at the same time, it's like, man, I didn't sign up for this. Like, this isn't what I ever had in visions. Right. Um, I mean, it's totally what I envisioned, Josh, for myself. So, like, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want you wanted to be like this famous actor that everybody knew. Right. Act, so it's act, like actress, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, no. No. It, but but you're right. It is. It's cool though too because I think that it's actually so different than like it like a traditional celebrity encounter with someone that's maybe in like mainstream media, television, movies, that kind of thing that we, you know, and of course sports superstars that are on TV and not, you know, all the things is that like creators on social media, you can still build up this like following and people admire you and, and you impact their lives and you help you literally helping people with every single post that you put up, but it's not that same traditional way. Like it's more like, somebody will approach you, somebody will like actually connect and like maybe feel that deeper connection with you rather than like mm -hmm. a regular celebrity kind of thing, you know? I totally agree. The, the 
and I, it hasn't happened a whole lot. The, the memorable ones were I was on a subway in New York and it was this dad and his two sons and a mom. And I was sitting down and they were like saying, and I could like feel the dad like staring at me. <laughs> yeah. and, and so I kind of just looked up to like make eye contact. And he's like, you're that hitting done right guy, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, my sons and I are from Dallas. We watch your stuff all the time. So we sat there and we had a conversation. I happened to have some of my stickers in my backpack. So I gave it to him like that was neat. Um, I was at a Texans uh, game and somebody in the elevator. So, and they do, they feel like they can talk to you. They feel like they know what you're about, you know. Um, right. Not that those particular people had ever reached out personally, you know, with messages or anything, but, right. you know, it's it, it's not some celebrity walking around with an entourage of bodyguards. Like I'm just some dude walking around and I happen <laughs> to be, I happen to do hitting. Like, right right so yeah no it's 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 cool and it's it means that honestly in my opinion that you're doing you're doing well you are doing such a great job but that you're doing such a great job because when people say like I feel like I know you I've seen you a lot they, when they say things like that that means that you've built up a brand that that people trust you now so to me that's yeah. like you're doing you're doing so good so wait you've mentioned YouTube though too so would you say those are the main platforms for you or is one way or the other um, it kind of depends on what you're looking for as far as being a parent or player or coach. Um, Instagram is by far my biggest. Um, and that's where I just, I shoot out the content there. I mean, I'll be like, when I said I get like four or five videos up a day, I'm literally like in the cage in a lesson and it's like, oh, you're doing this really well. Let me video this and post it for people as an idea. And so yeah. it's, it's pretty quick. Um, the YouTube is more like a drill catalog. Like you could go to my YouTube. I think at this point there's like 430 videos or something. And you can literally go down the list and find whatever it is that you want to work on with your hitter. Um, I have a lot of parents and I have a lot of like coaches that will use my YouTube as a practice plan. They'll just go through, pull the videos that they want to use for that day or that week. Um, from a monetary standpoint, YouTube doesn't do much. Um, people think, oh, you get, you know, YouTube and you get a good following. There's all this money. Like some guy the other day, I posted a picture because I went over 5 million views for the month and I posted a picture of it. And this guy was like, oh my God, that's like 20 G's. I'm like, no, that is not. Um, it's not even in that neighborhood, buddy. Like that's not how this works. Um, so P I think people have a different view of it, but YouTube, I would say is more my reference content for parents. Right. It's more, that's more in depth. Um, right. you know, they're five to eight minutes instead of 15 seconds. Um, right. and then Facebook is probably where I actually get the majority of like my online clients, the ones that will send in videos and I'll do okay. analysis. And then I create customized practice plans for the players based off of the swing analysis. Um, okay. And so I have found, and you, I don't know, you probably the same way. The audiences are a whole lot different on the different platforms. But yeah. Facebook for me is older parents, grandparents, people really trying to 
to help their their players because they don't know they didn't ever play they don't have good coaches in their area whatever for the most part it's pretty tame you know you get a couple idiots here and there but for the most part facebook's pretty tame with trolls and everything um instagram is more entertainment and a younger crowd you know it's you know high school college and then younger mm -hmm. adults um that's where you start getting a little bit of the, the idiots on there. And I'm not one to bite my right. tongue with people. You know, people are like, oh, take the high road, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sorry, man, like, that's, that's not me. If you're looking for somebody to not respond to this, you need to find a different account because I'm not going to sit here and let people bash on me. This episode is sponsored by Fun Love Media. Fun Love Media is a boutique social media and podcasting agency owned by yours truly. We help mission-driven brands across the country stand out and make a positive impact on the world through social media, podcasting, and beyond. Whether you're local to Houston and want to schedule a content shoot to create videos and images for your social media accounts, or you're in any other part of the U.S. and want a new logo and brand design, or even want to launch your own podcast, we can help. With our done-for-you content creation, we cultivate a fun and exciting online space so your brand can make the positive impact on the world that it's meant to. Let's be honest, we're a group of creative people with a soft spot for our fellow world changers. If you're ready to tell your story, make a difference, and have fun doing it, you have found your content creation team in Fun Love Media. Head to funlovemedia.com or email me directly at Brittany at funlovemedia.com to get started today. That's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y at funlovemedia.com. And then I've gotten all the way away from Twitter. Twitter was just a shit show. Um, it was one <laughs> of those things where it was like, oh, you have an online business, you need to be on Twitter. And I've really, I've gotten to the point that maybe twice a month, I'll throw something up there. Um, right. And then now TikTok. And TikTok, again, is just a cesspool. It's, but it's the biggest one. Like right now, it's just growing. And that's where the online coaches are doing their stuff. Um, yeah. And so I'm on there now. We're talking about figuring out the Instagram and getting the followers up. Insta TikTok is something that I have no idea. Like I have no yeah. clue. Like I'll post some videos on there and they'll get 300 views. And I have one up right now that has 3.1 million and it's the same type <laughs> stuff. I mean, it's just like, what is right. going on? And you know, I don't, I haven't ever taken the time to really try to figure out the algorithms and when to post and you know, all the trending yeah. stuff. I just post like, right. Well, I think that's a good lesson from you out of all of this for somebody listening that needs some sort of tips or something, it sounds like you don't overthink things when you post on social media. Cause you, I mean, first of all, you said you posted multiple times a day on most days, which is impressive because so many people have a hard time committing to posting multiple times a week. Um, but it just seems like it's because you're not overthinking it. Like you said, you're not, you're not like refilming something a million times. You're in practice. You see, a student doing something good you film it you post it like it's just not rocket science right like it's not that deep you're just doing it and I think that so many people, now, I mean I understand like it's different for different industries right like in certain situations maybe things do need to be a little bit more produced because maybe it's a beauty brand and you have to have your hair done a certain way and all that stuff right but like most places most brands it's not like that you know and I think people think oh well, I need to 
you know, have it perfect and all this stuff. And that ends up, I think, slowing people down. Right. I think, I think that, and from what I've seen, like from other coaches and whatnot, I'm getting to be a kind of a grumpy old man. Like I can feel it coming on, like just from a social media aspect. Cause I'm like, I know how I do my stuff. And then I'll look out and I'll see all of this like high production, you know, high editing, all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, guys, it's baseball. Like just get out there and do it. Like it doesn't need to be all this where, like you said, if you have somebody that's working for a company or selling beauty products or like, I get it that there are certain um times and whatnot that you need the right lighting and you want everything to be perfect and don't get me wrong when i'm scrolling through and i see like professional stuff it's like oh damn that looks good it's just not needed for what i do um and and that's the thing you know like i was telling my boss the other day um because he wanted to like start doing more social media for hardball and I was like, well, listen, man, I was like, you let me do my thing here. I was like, every single post I put up, I tag hardball. I'm doing something like people know where it's coming from. I was like, but it really is that easy. Like, just shoot a 10 second video post and put a little caption. Hey, you know, velocity enhancement class, you know, week three done. Right. Like, right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be anything real extravagant. Um, right. And and that's the thing, like people have asked, like I've been on multiple podcasts, especially young coaches starting out, you know, how did you build your following? How did you, all I can tell people just for me is be yourself and be consistent. And the interaction, the interaction is huge. Um, right. You know, getting back to messages, responding to, you know, comments on posts, um, you know, and really letting people see who you are. Um, you know, going back to the, I don't put up with people's crap. You know, I have people that applaud me for calling out the trolls and be like, thank you. Somebody needs to like, let these people know. And then I have people that are like, oh, you're a professional, you know, you take the high road. And it's like, listen, (laughs) if you knew the amount of things that I ignore on a regular day, compared to the things that I choose to respond to, like, it's not even close. I mean, there's tons of stuff that I, I mean, I'm a, like my block finger and my delete, like I'm blocking and deleting people all the time. (laughs) Um, But then there's some things that are so ridiculous that I feel like the world needs to know that you're an idiot, you know? And so I'll call you out. Um, Right. Right. (laughs) um, I mean, that may not, (laughs) you did it to yourself, people. (laughs) for real. It's like, this is a baseball page and you're like getting on here and bashing me and you don't know me. Like you don't know that kid. Like that's the thing. And they get on that. Oh, that kid swings horrible. Well, he's freaking nine years old in lessons. Yes. It's not good. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what we're working on. motherfucker. <laughs> that's, that's what we're here for. Um, so, that's but good. I think on some level that people really, really appreciate that because they, Number one, they know that I take pride in what I do. I am paying attention. Um, and, I'm, you know, just being yourself. Right. But something else I like about your content um, is that it's, it's like, to me, granted, I am not a baseball expert, but I, using my common sense, it's detailed. Like, you're really illustrating, like, look at this movement you know, and you had all the different examples and the, the dude, the dudes that 
don't have a bat right and they're moving and there was one where it was like his head wasn't moving but he was moving elsewhere and all these things right and I noticed that that detail because people love that I mean you're providing value but I also think this is interesting a lot of business owners and people in business just trying to attract business and social media they like they they're afraid to share too much of that like those details like as if like, oh, I don't want to give it away for free because then why would they hire me? But this, that's all wrong. It's like when you give away some details for free, that's when people want to hire you because you've proven that you're such an expert, right? Well, uh, that and that's, I hear that all the time. Like, oh, you give away so much information for free. And that goes back to, it's so I smart. didn't get it. I, well, and it also like in my brain and in my heart and everything, I never did this for business. Coaching baseball was never about making money. I legit, until I had my daughter, I thought I was going to be a teacher and a high school baseball coach. Like it was right. never about the money. I figured that I would be at Brazoswood. I would stick around. I'd take Bobby Williams job at some point when he got tired of coaching and that's where I'd be. And, you know, life changed. Um, and here we are, but that's the thing. I'm not trying to keep any secrets. Like yeah. I want, I want every young baseball player, softball player, parent to have easy access to correct information. And do I know everything? Heck no, absolutely not. I'm learning every single day from other people that I interact with online, um, you know, clients from around the country that have experiences at different levels. Um, but it's also it's very concise, it's very detailed, and it's easy to understand. And when you can put right. those three things together, where you can give the detail that's also easy to understand and very to the point, people are drawn to that yeah. um, because there's no guesswork. There's, right. you know, it's, it's not like you're just trying to piece it together. Uh, when you go home with your kid, you can literally go look at my drills, read the caption, know exactly what we're working on and know exactly like what you should be looking for as the parent or the instructor. Um, right. Yeah. And that, no. <clears throat> I, I was just gonna say, it, again, it just goes back to elementary PE. It really does. Like the way that I view the baseball swing is like I'm trying to show a four or five-year-old how to throw or how to throw a Frisbee or how to jump rope or whatever, um, make it as simple as possible in movements that they are capable of doing. Right, that's so smart. Yeah, the detail is one of the first things I noticed about your stuff and I was like, wow, this is, it's, it's fantastic because so many people don't do it. Um, okay, before I let you go, what, what would you say like now looking back, um, you've been in, well, you've been in your career for a long time, but you've, been doing the social media and YouTube stuff for a long time as well. Like, what would you say to somebody that's first starting out? I mean, it doesn't have to be fancy advice, just anything. Somebody that's like wanting to put their, their like, let's go with sports, let's stay in your area. Okay. <laughs> wanting to put that, wanting to put that online, wanting to put it out there. Like, what would you say to that person that's just getting started? Don't try to overdo things and make yourself stand out as unique. Just stay true to yourself. I see a lot of people that are trying to do too much. Um, and again, I'm just talking about in my area, in coaching. Right. Um, right. Just, you know, the information really doesn't change. It's going to be delivered the same. So don't try to make it something it's not. Be yourself. Um, 
dive in and make those connections. You know, find somebody that you like their content, message them and just say, hey, I'm looking at getting started. Um, you know, I'd love to talk to you about your journey, you know, kind of how you did things uh, that way. I don't monetize that much, Brittany. Like you've made, in, I can guarantee you that you have made more uh, monetized out of the online than I have. Like just with the way that you run your seminars and, and do all of your stuff and all the extra income streams coming in. I have a bunch of followers, but that following doesn't turn into a large bank account. And so if you're trying to do it for money, I don't really have the answers there. I know how to get the following up just with the consistency and being yourself and everything else. But all the, all the money, all the, you know, I have a couple influencer accounts through Instagram, but I don't make anything on TikTok. I don't make anything on Facebook. Like YouTube is right. very, very minuscule. Like my money is still coming in from person to person, you know, online Zoom calls and analysis and doing camps. Um, but that's the number one thing is just reach out to the people that you like their content, um, have those conversations with them. And then really, you know, what are the goals? Like, what are you trying to do with this? Are you trying to make it a career? Are you doing it just for fun? Uh, because you want to express yourself. Um, you know, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, I have fallen into that trap before when, you know, everything was really blowing up and everything and you have to stay like true to your roots and why you're doing things in the first place. Um, right. you, it, you can't let it consume you because it will, it'll eat you alive. Yeah. Well, well, and, and to clarify something that you and I have more in common than I think what you realize is that when it comes to my social media presence, I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't, it, it really mostly just funnels to it's getting, it's getting attention on me as an individual and on what I'm doing online and my businesses. And then people will end up becoming regular clients, just like with you, really, you're, you're, you're getting, it, it's more of a traditional thing, right? You're getting your, your students, your, you know, and all that. Right. And it's, it's really the same with me. Like, and that's, I think it's so overlooked. So many people think that it's like build this following on social media and then work with brands that will pay you to post about their shit and and that's going to be a whole thing. But to me, what I found is that I really just like all of that effort benefiting my existing business, like, you know, bringing people into my world, just like you are bringing people into yours. And also not even just bringing new people, like think about this, you probably have this happen as well. Somebody that found out about you otherwise, not from social media, but then when they, you know, maybe they decide to work with you or whatever, right? But then when they go to see your social media, it's like this extra validation of like, oh, wow look, he's like such an expert and it's just like this kind of cherry on top. So I like the way that you're doing it. And I think that more people could take that approach. It doesn't have to be brand deals and all his like 14 extra streams of income. It could be funnel it to your business and, and help yeah. it, you know, it could support that. Well, and I think that that just comes from talking that that comes from the conversation yeah. because social media is fake. Like it, it, at some level it is like, it's, it's a fantasy world that some people are living in. And when you right. find genuine people doing right. it because we love what we do and it happens right. to be 2023 and social media is the route to go, it right. is what it is. Um, yeah. yeah. And I just, 
I've watched you from afar, just kind of through everything, through, you know, the starting on the treadmill to starting, you know, helping <laughs> others, uh, the wine, I mean, everything, just your family and kind of seen it turn into running your own podcast and doing that and having that clientele. And I just don't know that new newbies coming into social media would think about that route. Yeah. Because, because everything else out there is brand awareness. I'm going to be an influencer. I'm going to get a TikTok shop. I'm going to have all of this <laughs> um, yeah. instead of, Hey, yeah, I have a little bit of revenue coming in because I've been doing this a long time and I have a substantial following in companies like that. But at the end of the day, my business is still face-to-face, person-to-person with relationships. It's right. not me just posting a bunch of crap and making money. Yep, 100%. I love it so much. I I, I should talk about that more. It's I think it's it's important. Like like you said, like it's not like you're, we're coming, we didn't come at it, and I guess it's like, you know, our age range, but we didn't come at it from, oh, I just want to make content and somehow magically money ends up in my bank account simply because I made the videos and didn't do anything further. And that's not what it is. It's, it's yeah. the actual like traditional business, you know, it, like that's been around for a long time and social media enhances it and makes it better and helps more people find out about you. Essentially, that's pretty much, pretty much all it boils down it, to. That, yeah, that's, that's it in a nutshell. That was a lot better said than I could have said it. So well done you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Before I let you go, tell everybody, we'll put it in the show notes, but tell everybody how to find you, your work, what you do, how to follow Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. All right. So I've got all the platforms minus Twitter, really, at this point. It's Hitting Done Right. Um, Instagram, Hitting Done Right on Facebook, Hitting Done Right on YouTube. Uh, you can go to my website, which is right. <laughs> dot com um and that's where all my online services are uh hit swing analysis you can register for camps um i have a promo code page with a bunch of the products that i endorse as far as training tools um cool. so, so yeah it's uh hitting done right um i can this okay. right here okay, you can also yeah. get you, yeah yeah i'm a shirt you can uh <laughs> get you can get merchandise on the website too so we have a lot of inventory. So anybody that wants some <laughs> stuff, give me a call. Didn't know how that was going to go. My brother was like, oh, we should get shirts and hats. I'm like, oh, great. And now we have a closet full of crap that hasn't sold. So you need baseball okay, you caps. Y'all need to go, yeah, go buy some hats. Yeah. <laughs> some hats. I love it. We're going we're gonna to sell some of those hats for you, Josh. So we're going to make All it happen. Right. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for being on my show, Josh. This is so special. Absolutely. It's good seeing you. Great talking to you. Um, I am extremely proud of you. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thank you, babe. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.